Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine missionaries who shared the good news shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. How's it going, everyone? Hey, Julie, how does Moses make his coffee? Hmm, I don't know. How does Moses make his coffee? He brews it. (laughs) I get it. He brews. He brews it. Good job, Matt. Hey, you seem like you're in a really good mood today. 100%. I am in a fantastic mood because, Julie, we made it. We only have one commandment to go. The big one oh, That's two whole hands of commands. I know. And I've been practicing using the video in the show notes. And I think I have all of the commands memorized and in order. Me too. It's actually not that hard when you have a helpful way to remember them. What about you, listeners? Have you memorized them all too? If not, you still have lots of time. In fact, you can come back to the video at any time you want. Okay, Julie, one last commandment. Commandment number 10 says, you shall not covet. That's right, Matt. You shall not covet. Well, I know it and I know the motion for it, but... I don't have a clue what it means. What about you? Uh, well, according to the motions, it's about wanting someone else's stuff. Hmm. I wonder if it's kind of similar to you shall not steal, the eighth commandment. And we learned that the eighth commandment is about trusting God. So maybe it's something like that. You know, I'm not sure. But we have a friend in our studio today who might be able to help us out. She's a mom. Let's say mom together. Mom! Did someone say mom? Hey, it's our good friend Amber. She's a new mom. Welcome to the show, Amber. We're so glad you could join us today. Thanks for having me, Julie and Matt. Uh, Amber, you're whispering. Is everything okay? Oh, Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It seems like as a new mom, I'm always trying to be quiet so my sweet baby can sleep. Oh, I know a lot about that, Amber. I have a new baby at home, too. That's right. Congratulations, Matt. You know, being a parent, it's so exciting. And it's a little tiring, if I'm honest. But Amber, I thought babies slept all the time. (laughs) Well, babies do need a lot of sleep, but they have many other needs too. They need food, clean diapers, baths, snuggles, and all sorts of other things. And sometimes it's not always easy to know what they need, right, Amber? 
That's right, Matt. Sometimes babies cry, and it's up to us as parents to figure out why. But Amber, how do you know what the baby needs if she can't even talk? Well, I'm her mom, and I don't always know right away what she needs, but I am always eager to figure it out so I can help her. Sometimes it seems like the baby is hungry, but then they don't want to eat. And sometimes it seems like she needs some snuggles, but then she keeps crying. Parenting sure can feel like a puzzle to solve. Yes, it sure can. But I'm her mom and I only want good things for her. So I keep trying to solve the puzzle, even when it's tiring or hard. I love her so much. And you know what else? I'm learning that sometimes she might think she wants something that is not actually good for her. When that happens, it's my job to give her what's actually good for her, not just what she thinks is good for her. Yeah, like when a baby doesn't want to eat yummy food, even though it's what's best for them. That's right. As parents, we try to know what's best and do what's best for our children. Hey, that's like God. He knows what's best and he is what's best. God is good. God is the best father. I will make mistakes as a mom, but God never makes mistakes as our father. He always knows what his children need and he is good to provide it. Amber, we're learning all about the Ten Commandments and we're on our very last one, number 10, which says you shall not covet. Now, we think that means you shouldn't like want other people's stuff, but we're kind of confused. Can you help us? I would sure love to try, Matt. I think you're actually right on track. To covet means to desire to have something. Usually, when we see something else that someone else has and we want it for ourselves, that's what it means to covet. Oh, so it's like stealing? I suppose coveting could lead to stealing, but coveting happens in our hearts. It has to do with what we think. Stealing has to do with what we do. This commandment is a reminder to be content. And why can we be content? Oh, I know, because God knows what we need. That's right. And he's a good father who gives good gifts to his children. We can trust him to meet our needs. And lots of times he meets our wants too. So when I covet, it means that I really want something, perhaps something someone else has and I don't, but God wants us to trust him to provide for our needs. Is that right? You've got it. Amber, thanks for stopping by during nap time to share what you know. You're welcome. I hope this helps you learn even more as you hear the story from the Bible today. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Exodus chapter 20, verse 17 says, You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. This was the 10th command God gave to his chosen people, the Israelites. The 10th commandment is about what happens in our thoughts and our hearts. It's also about trusting God for what we need. When we covet, it's as if we think we can't trust God to give us what we want and need. Jesus talked about this in the Sermon on the Mount. 
The Sermon on the Mount was a sermon that Jesus gave to his disciples. He talked about all sorts of things, but mainly he wanted them to know what God was like and how God wanted them to live as people who love and trust him. Jesus talked about all sorts of things in his sermon. In fact, Jesus mentioned a lot of the Ten Commandments in his teaching. We know more about the commandments because of Jesus' words. Now, in one part of his sermon, Jesus tells his disciples not to be anxious. In other words, he tells them not to worry. Even though Jesus isn't talking about the 10th commandment here, there's a lot for us to learn about how God cares for his children. Let's get an even closer look at what Jesus said by reading from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 and 26. I'll give you a moment to find it. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 and 26. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 and 26 says, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Jesus is telling the people that God is their Father and He provides for them. He tells them to look at the birds to be reminded that God feeds them and clothes them, even though they aren't His children. And if that's true, then how much more does God care about His own people? Jesus goes on to say in Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 and 33, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Jesus wants his listeners to know that God knows what we need. When we love and trust him, when we are God's children, God takes care of us. Jesus says people who don't love and trust God They'll worry about food and clothes, but God's children don't need to worry about that because God meets our needs. When we covet, it means that we aren't content with what we've been given. Jesus ends this part of his teaching by saying that the way to be content is to seek the things of God. When we take our eyes off ourselves and our neighbors and look to our Father, we will learn to be content with what we have been given by God. God is good to remind his children that he will take care of them. And not because he has to, but because he loves to. God loves to give good gifts to his children. That means the things that we need and even sometimes the things that we want. The 10th commandment teaches us to seek God and trust that he will meet our needs because he loves and cares for us, just like a father cares for his children. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, 
or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five Second. Wait, 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 I've got this. Five Second Philosophy. Whoa, our friend Amber is back to play with us. Tell us how to play, Amber. All right, I'm going to ask you five questions, and then you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone, are you ready? Here we go. Okay, question number one. What are other names for commandment? Rules. Words. Law. Wow, great job, you guys. You nailed it. Question number two. Who gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments? God. You got it. Question number three. True or false? The Tenth Commandment says to never want anything. False. It says we should trust God to meet our needs. Yes, you're right. Question number four. True or false? God takes care of all that he has made. True. You got it. Last question, everybody. Question number five. Fill in the blank. God gives us what we need and even sometimes what we want. God is a good father. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so. Now it's time to live like it's true. This week, be bold. Share the Ten Commandments with a friend, maybe using the hand motions. Tell them how God's rules are for our good because he loves us. And as we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is good. Always been
G-O-D G-O-O-D is our G-O-D G-O-O-D is our G-O-D G-O-O-D is our G-O-D God is good, always good God is always good God is good, forever good God is forever good God is good, always good God is always good God is good, forever good God is forever good You are good And your love endures forever Always good And your love endures forever Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about God giving the Ten Commandments, you can turn to Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 through 26 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information, including a fun video to help you learn the Ten Commandments or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again soon. Bye.